0: Welcome back to The Better Breeders, episode 106. Joined this evening, as always, uh, by the Black Douglas. Good evening, Black Douglas. Uh, Good
1: evening, Ben Life.
0: Uh, And and I am Ben Life, um, as you mentioned. And um, we're back again after another week of of life um, and making sense of modern life, which is really the aim of this podcast. Tonight we uh, are surrounded by the um, partial construction of uh, Ricky T's Airfix, so it looks like we've got a, a Lancaster bomber and two two Spitfires, uh, all in sort of partial states of construction. Um, were, were you an Airfix fan, Black Douglas?
1: Um, definitely Ben Life. Um, I think uh, we were discussing this before that it was great fun to make your Airfix kits and run up to the Oval and... Um Play Dambusters. Mm, or know? set them on fire, them with, on fire with a, a big lighter.
0: Yeah, I'm, I'm trying to uh, distract Ricky T from the screens and I find that perhaps some form of craft I think is handy. Um, and also the Airfix, um, if you're not aware, Airfix was a sort of a plastic model plane and, and actually military model set that was um, created mm. in the UK. Um, nothing ever really properly fits together. You've got to use glues which gets, you know stuck on everything. And um, cause
1: you cancer later in life. Abso-
0: absolutely, um, we're not I, thinking ahead. And I think these are probably more of the domain. I think they're me- made for grown men, <laughs> hobbyists later in life, military, <laughs> military boffins. I would suggest
1: kids of all ages.
0: Um, so, so that's what we're surrounded by. And also, uh, thank you for all the feedback that we've received this week. And I think, as you know, after 106 episodes, you start to get, uh, you start to get pretty good at podcasting, which you know. We think we are. But a lot of feedback mm. this week from...
1: The mailbag's prof- full as a seaside toilet on <laughs> Boxing Day, isn't it?
0: <laughs> it certainly is. And a lot of, a lot of mail from professional podcasting uh, operations offering mm. advice, representation. There seems to be quite a podcasting industry springing up, Black Douglas, and uh, it seems that uh, everyone thinks that we can make a buck out of this game. Mm. I mean, I'm... Mm. I'm, I'm suspicious, but I think people are also offering help in polishing up our act. I mean, is, is that even possible after so much experience in front of the microphone or behind the microphone?
1: Well, we're, we're, we're learning as we go. School of Deep End Learning, I think we, oh, yeah. we call it. Yeah. And, um, yeah, we're, we're sort of um, snapping at the heels of Thorpey at the moment, if I can extend the metaphor.
0: Yeah, I was trying to think of, of uh, because our, one of our ambitions here, you know, because uh, the Black Douglas and I have a mission statement with podcasting, and one of our, one of our aims is to get onto AM radio. Um, I think yes. it, uh, the audio is just crisper. Um, and I was just trying to think <laughs> of some of the great AM 2WS. radio. 2WS? 2WS. Well, 2SM for yeah. me is, is the one that, that I grew up with, but also 2WS. But who are the great radio duos that we would like to emulate? Because they seem to still be there. They're just older. I think, you know, it was, and I'm thinking A.M., maybe on Double J it was Jono and Dano who we used to love. Yes. Um, we like Mal and Vic, I think, on uh, in the oh, Triple M yes. base. Um, but of the, of the older generation, I'm just trying to think, were there duos back in the day? Did Lawsy ever have a partner?
1: Um, or Jonesy? Oh, did he? That's a good As question. As in Alan Jones,
0: not the other Jonesy.
1: I think they, those guys used to chat to their producers from time to time, didn't they? And, and the producers
0: never had a mic, so they could never really answer back. No, it was, it
1: was, yeah, it was, um, so yeah, maybe there wasn't even a producer there.
0: So, so to us the ambition is AM radio. If you're an AM radio programmer uh, or program director out there, you know, give us a call. We've, we've, we've got a cassette that we can share of our demo, mm. of our greatest moments. Uh, and, and, you know, I think we're real suited to, to the AM band. And, mm. and, and some of the advertisers that frequent the AM band, I think we would be, be suited to Depend adult nappies. I think that would be good <laughs> for us. Um, we could be talking, and, and we will talk about you know some of the some of the um, sorts of checks you get on as you approach the half century, mm. um, which we mm. discussed in a previous podcast. But AM radio, if you're out there, um, give us a call. We're ready. We will um, we'll plug anything.
1: Who else advertises on AM radio? I think probably um, uh, prefabricated shed manufacturers. <laughs> uh, Luxaflex. 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 Luxaflex.
0: Yes. Um, so yeah, that's for us. But uh, mention of the half the half century, I think. Uh, coming up for me is 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 my fiftieth birthday. And mm. there seems to be a lot of pressure to throw the fiftieth birthday party, Black. I know you've resisted so far. Mm. Um, mm. and i'm and I'm not sure you know what your mode of attack is or defense in in this case of not having to have it. but I mean, do you feel that, have you had some pressure to to throw
1: a do? I, I've come under a lot of pressure um, uh, to to lift the bat <laughs> and bow to the crowd. Yeah. Uh, especially from mum. Mm. So I, I, I am uh, having a small thing at mum's insistence just mm-hmm. with the family. Yeah. Um, but Will there be
0: entertainment I, provided?
1: Uh, <laughs> the family arguing with each other, probably. <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah that's, that's always entertainment. entertainment.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so what, what I'm thinking is, you know, I mean, the plan I have is I'll probably have to organise it myself.
1: Mm.
0: I'm thinking a scout hall, a food truck and a little bit of entertainment. And I'm thinking for the entertainment, I'll spring this on you, Black Douglas. Yes, go on. um, The Australian craftwork show I'd like (laughs) to perform. I think this was something that Black Douglas and I, one of the many projects we've talked a lot about and never actually executed on. I think we're going to call ourselves Macrame. Yes. The Australian (laughs) craftwork show. And and here's how I want it to play out, is you and I dressed as craftwork, and for the listeners, if you don't know who craftwork are or what they look like, look them up. You and I, behind (laughs) two laptops... Playing a song from Craftwork, I'm thinking the model, yeah, yeah, and then just sending text messages and emails to all the people at the party, <laughs> you know. And I think it would baffle and confuse pretty much everyone, but I think we would get a big kick out of it. Um, so that's what I'm thinking as the entertainment um, leading into, you know, some sort of, you know, disco party. I mean, what do you think of the the Australian Craftwork show? It's 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 the one tribute band that never really that's never really taken off in Australia, but we've we've dreamed the dream for a long time.
1: Well, I think many people have um, tried to emulate Kraftwerk mm. with, with varying degrees of success. Mm. I'm, I'm thinking sort of like, um, well, maybe not so much Wa Wani. <laughs> maybe pseudo echo are closer to the mark. But they jumped Did around. They, See, Kraftwerk yeah,
0: never jumped around. No. They were behind a bank of of well, they weren't laptops then. I think they were sort of. I don't know, samplers.
1: Mainframe sort of But they were doing nothing. Terminals. We always assume
0: mm. they were just checking their email, even though uh, Craftwork... Yeah, I think even though Craftwork were at their peak in the mid-70s before email, we always assumed mm. that perhaps um, they were checking their emails or maybe they are playing Donkey Kong. But anyway, so the party will have a food truck, a scout hall, the Australian Craftwork show, probably doing one song and a lot of dancing. Now, that brings you to perhaps the trickiest part of the evening is the guest list. Yes. So my first idea you was... you leave in? Who do you leave out? Who do you, who do you leave out? I was thinking fifty guests on the fiftieth, but then as, as you start mm. to go through the list, a few dilemmas spring up. Um, do you invite family? Um, mm. uh, and you know, and how how deep do you go into the family net, into the family tree, cousins, second cousins, mm. etc. Uh, but also, my idea is I only want to invite fun people, and those fun people. Uh, are characters I've encountered over the years, but not necessarily friends. And I think this is where there is a uh, potential for quite a lot of tension, mm. because some people I've known a long time and love you all, but they can be dull on a social occasion. Or perhaps I feel like we've talked, we've mentioned everything possible we can mention. But there are some characters I've met over the years. I was re- relaying uh, of one event where uh, one chap turned up with a sort of an ostrich costume. And he ran around scaring children <laughs> dressed as an ostrich. And, and I thought he'd be a great addition. Not a friend, but someone I met once. And I feel mm. like I'd like to stack half the party with characters. But then I'd also like to have the conversation with people who perhaps just aren't up to snuff. Despite being, you know, treasured and valued friends, they're just not up to snuff for a wild night. And, and I don't think they'll get uh, Macrame, the Australian Craftwork show. I don't think they'll be joining a conga line. I, th- I don't want people sitting down checking their Facebook feeds and uh, so I'm risking upsetting a number of my my, my circle. I mean, wh- what are your thoughts on on uh, offending friends through such a process?
1: Well, as we as I think all Australians will relate to this Ben Life, that if you want to let someone in Australia know that you don't like them, you <laughs> don't invite them to your birthday party. <laughs> it's just the clearest indication possible without mm. having to say it. Mm. And um, yes, yeah, so I think um, one great sort of party trick might be to invite. Um, well, you know, if I was going to have a big party, which I'm not, I'd like to invite all my ex-girlfriends and sit them on, <laughs> on one table together.
0: <laughs> oh, fantastic. Yes,
1: and um, that would be fun. Yeah,
0: and no, but I, I, I think that, you know, from, from a male point of view, I think that, you know, you can not see one someone for 30 years and they're still a friend. Mm. I think, you know, I, yes. I find that some of my female friends would, you know, they would probably take it to the grave and never speak to me again if I didn't invite them. And you can't really, you know, articulate that, you know you're looking for a certain uh, theme or vibe for the evening. Now, on that fact, and no doubt, I mean, I'll I'll always offend everyone, um, just as a matter of course, and and perhaps more and more people as I grow older. Um, My daughter is recommending themes, and the themes are way off. She wants a crazy jumper theme. Mm. Um, And I'm not sure if if, 50-year-olds really want too much of a dress-up. I said New Wave, and she said, what's that? Um, And then New Wave could be, you know, kind of broad. Um, white pants party. I quite like that one. She, she's, she's going through all these crazy themes, which I think uh, are far too elaborate. I mean, dress up parties, Black mm. Douglas. Do you, do you like them? Do you, do you, and, and, and do you ever turn up as the only one in costume or the only one not in costume? Have you misread the mood and the invitation in the past?
1: Um. Yes. Um. I. I'm not a fan of the dress up, mm-hmm. costume party. Yeah. Uh, one that I turned up to as, um, as the assassinated bloodied body of um, John F. Kennedy. It just didn't go down very well. <laughs> I was just like, no one really wanted to talk to me. I don't know why. But you
0: know. My brother-in-law recently went to a, a 50th dress-up party and he, um, he went as, I'm not sure if you've seen Lost in Translation, he went as uh, Mr. Haddis. You know, and uh, his wife went as kind of the Japanese prostitute in the movie, and it's a slight kind of a, a slightly subtle nuance of a popular film for some, but not all. And spent the whole night explaining who he was, what the <laughs> film was, you know. And I feel like if you don't turn up, you know, it, it, and it's immediately obvious, and it's kind of pointless. So you know, I I'm, I I I feel pressured by dress-up parties. Mm. Um, I feel pressured that I'll, I'll, I'll be the only one in or out, but then. What, what, would you,
1: what would you wear?
0: Well, not, not necessarily for this party, but I, I feel like going all the way. I went, mm. recently went to a uh, school event dressed as uh, Mark Mothersbaugh from Devo. That, that went down sort of well, but once again, people said, who are you and what's the red thing on your head? Um, which I found offensive. Um, I've gone as Jesus Christ to a party. Actually, I went as Moses with the Ten Commandments. Um, I, I, I find that, you know, it's really hard to pull it off. Mm. Uh, I recently uh, Another uh, sort of event I did was I recently joined a flash mob One thing I swore I'd never do mm. Roped into it You know, there's a charitable cause It was all for good And we met in the basement of a of a place nearby Run by a um, an Indian woman who's doing the choreography mm. So we rehearsed for three nights so It was going to be great It was a big fundraiser for children's cancer Unbelievable cause um, Probably about 120 people in the room and, and it was I didn't choose a song But it was to Coldplay's I think it's called Stars And it was a Bollywood dance-off yeah. Mainly people of sort of Indian origin, a lot of fun. They're, they're really into it. But anyway, so the, the woman who led the choreography, uh, she the whole idea, she'd st- say, I'm going to do a dance routine and everyone's loving it and she's doing this beautiful intro piece. And then at the appropriate time, we all sort of jumped into our flash mob and then there were comments from the floor was, oh, they're so rude. Why don't they just let her dance? <laughs> <laughs> it was like a flash mob I'd be rehearsing and, and we, you know, got the – yeah, the scorn of the of the of the audience. So you know it, it all comes down to fiftieth birthday party celebrations. It can all go wrong. Yes, it can, it's destined to go wrong. Um, there'll be breakups. There'll be there'll be. And I find as people get older, there is um, probably worse behaviour than I remember at a younger age. I'm mm. um, going to the list and some other people I like to have there is um, Johnny Diesel, Michael Roberts, um, last seen um, with a chicken's neck. On the stage with the band Lickfest, <laughs> throwing it at the audience, um, he was a character. Like I, I want to stack the party of characters,
1: whether I know them or not. He was. Um. Was, was he uh, playing at one Lickfest show? I think he was playing. Um, uh, yeah, uh, con, con to Jeff Fennick, wasn't he?
0: <laughs> he was. Now
1: that was an obscure. No, cross-up. that
0: was an ex- obscure, obscure reference. So you know, once again, I'll I'll, I'll work on that, and and uh, it is a challenge of friendship having the fiftieth birthday party. Um, I'm also saying that I've got a 12-month, you know, period to do it in. I don't want to, have to do it right on the day. Mm. Do you, want, you know, it's – I may or may not get there. But speaking of friendship, I went, recently went away on, with, um, on a so-called boys' weekend, which mm-hmm. i with a bunch of chaps who I've known for quite a long time. Mm. Uh, and I am very, very distantly related to them. They've been doing this boys' event for about 30 years. They're five years older than me, so they call me the young fella. And uh, well, all... That's ref- always re- refreshing. Oh, ah, isn't it. it. But uh, um, what I noticed about this event was that um, they still get up to silly shenanigans. One of the chaps had just been to the army surplus store mm. to buy a Jeep. Um, one guy had bought a, a tennis ball firing machine. <laughs> there was a guy with a crossbow. <laughs> I mean, what could possibly go wrong? Are, are you finding that people are behaving worse as they get older, like Douglas?
1: Um, yeah, definitely. People are just doing what they like, aren't they? It's, mm. it's great. It's very liberating. It is liberating. You just um, say what you think. You say you what you of, think. You know, when you, you, you've had enough, you've been out at dinner, you just go, I'm going home now. I'm really bored. <laughs> <laughs> You're yeah. all really boring.
0: And that comes <laughs> back to it. I think as males, you can... It, it, males take less offence, I've mm. noticed, as they get older. Um, I think we all, in general, do take less offence. There's less pressure. Mm. Um, because there's lots of reasons to be offended by these chaps. You know, I think the ribbing they give each other a lot of them went to school together, uh, is, is a sight to behold. But uh, so, you know, the, the, the chaps weekend away, we all, we all survived. Um, if you've never, you know, if you feel like you're on the outer circle of a chaps weekend, in this case there was no untoward behaviour. Um, as predicted, there was the schnitzel from the local recreation club, which went down an absolute storm with all of us. So we had to get the schnitzel Schnitty. in. Uh, blokes took it in turns to cook meals for everyone. Um, there was obviously a, a coffee run and people sort of did their own thing. You know that was the best part. Someone going off to do you know do something, and then mm. you know there was no a- attempt to g- bring us all together. So uh, I think uh, it was unlike the movies that this chap's weekend away. Um, and I'll probably see. I won't see these guys again for another year. And that's sort of another sign of the of the of the friendship cycle that I'm involved in. And once again, going back to my fiftieth party, uh, there will be people there who I haven't seen in a long time. People there who I probably don't even know, but I've you know who yeah. who come with uh, you know. Warning of outrageous behaviour, which I think I'll encourage as part of this event. So um, so that's, that's, that's pretty much all I have for this week's show. Um, a lot of problems, not many solutions. <laughs> so you are listening that's to the Better Breeders podcast. Uh, ben Life and the Black Douglas here. Um, and, you know, this is the show where we try and make sense of modern life. You know, planning a party with a 14-year-old. who who thinks you need more structured entertainment.
1: Hmm. I don't know. What would
0: they know about partying? Well, nothing yet. Um, So we'll wait and see. So uh, thank you for listening. This is the Better Breeders podcast. My name is Ben Life. I'm joined, as always, by the Black Douglas. Uh, We'll see you next week.
1: See you next week.